I know that we are in the age of the the selfie and taking pictures and all that. Don't allow your kids to upload real pictures. Have them use avatars. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of Dads on Purpose, the podcast. I'm your host, Josh Ashman, and you guys know I'm always joined with the big homie, Mr. Kevin Brigands. KB, how you doing, bro? What's up, baby? Hey, y'all remember when we used to do that back in the day? No. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all, man? You know, it's always good to be here. On Dad's Own Purpose podcast, man. Bruh, Great to y'all be did here, some bro. different What's things up? in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not what we was doing in LA. Was you tapping your throat? Uh, anyways, yo, we got Boy Cluis on here, man. Mister uh, Seven Figure Eric, are you seven or eight figure? How big is the business now? Man, we're 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 closing toward eight, man. We're closing toward eight. <laughs> Hey, you, one day we gonna make it so we we could have actual effects, boy. One day we gonna have actual effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 yeah we, we we get some sponsors. We gonna get some. Uh, we gonna get some boards. This this uh, sound effects is sponsored by Baxter Clueless Consulting. <laughs> I did. I did. Hey, boy, introduce yourself real quick for the people, man. What up, people? I am Boyd Clueless, straight out of. Funky Town, Fort Worth, Eastside's finest. And, you know, I'm a father of four. I enjoy golfing on my days off. And, yeah, man, that's me. Bro, golfing? Like you, yeah. like, you really enjoy golfing? Yeah. No, 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 no shade. So here, here's my thing. I enjoy golfing, too, the first nine holes. Um, <laughs> after, <laughs> after that, man, so it, it, what it is for me, bro, it's, it's my swing and my grip. Because like I have like a, a baseball grip. Um I, I know. And about after the ninth hole, my hand starts to hurt. Yeah, I know I know. I yeah. know this I, this I know. I have a coach. I was doing exactly what you're doing. And he was like, What you gotta do is you gotta you're holding my pet bird Pete when you swing that club. Now, if you hold that club too hard, you're gonna kill Pete. So you need to apply light pressure. And when you swing, you need to look over at Pete and make sure he's okay. When he started doing, when he told me that, dude, my game just went next level. Wow. Yeah, I need to. So I gave away my clubs. Like that's how mad I was. Like that. I literally like, gave them away. Um, but I, you know, what I'm saying they, they still sell, they sell clubs and things like that. But bro, my, I'm, I can drive it 300 yards, but it won't go straight. Nice. No, it won't go straight. So. Like real, real quick before we get into this, I played a, I played a nine hole scramble, a mm-hmm. nine hole scramble. I lost ten balls. <laughs> how sway how? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, this is like I know I'm bad. I know I'm bad. I enjoy, but I could do nine holes. I could do nine holes. He said he could do nine holes. He ain't lose ten balls while he doing the nine holes. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Man, let's get into this podcast, man. Yo, we got we got boy Clueless on here. Uh, for you guys that don't know, he has a consulting business, uh, Baxter Clueless Consulting. You guys specialize in like IT and cybersecurity, right? No, 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 no. We don't Consul- do uh, IT. Huh? We we don't we we don't do IT. We leave that for the IT people. 
I you know that I, I look. I got a whole podcast called "Don't Be an IT Guy." That's uh oh, uh oh. So we need to we need to touch on that d- just a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but that that even helps. Be, that helps because uh, I want to talk about IT. I have no interest. In it. That's not what we're here for. Um, but I knew you did cybersecurity, and I was That's like, right. oh. I was like, I know Clue got like 18 kids. I was like, Kev got one. <laughs> like, yo, like, like how how do we keep them safe online? You know what I mean? Like, what? Here, so here's my first question: How bad is it? It is horrible, man. If if people really knew how bad it was, they would be like really terrified to have their kids online mm. with. Um, with the internet comes the opportunity to present and invent whatever identity that you want to. Mm-hmm. You can become whoever you want to. Mm-hmm. So you have men becoming little girls to friend people's young daughters to meet up. Let's talk about Pokemon or Tamagotchis. I heard those things no, are back. Or, <laughs> exactly. That stuff is real and it's yeah. happening. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. happening all over the place. And that's wow. just one aspect of it, you know. Wow. What I need wow. some more aspects because you know what I mean my my kids Kev Kev's daughter's right there like she she's been on the internet but like she's probably, I don't know if Kev's giving her a phone or whatever or you know anytime I, you know what I'm saying but like you're right there and I'm like I got some years well I don't really know because my daughter's about to be three next week and I mean we got her an iPad when she was two yeah <laughs> it, it, it's it's hard for me it's hard for me because as the parent. You know, mm-hmm. you have to you have to step in and put boundaries and borders around what your kid is exposed to and what your kid is not exposed to. Um, I remember sitting in clubhouses and they're like, what should I do with my kid? I'm like, get them off of the app, like get them online. Like you are the parent. Like so before we go any further, I just want to just let y'all know my st- standpoints as we go on. You as the parent have to make a decision and set boundaries for your kid, your kid cannot make the decision and should not guide what the online, what their online presence look like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, you're saying, Hey, Hey, go ahead and start driving at 12 and you've never driven a car. That's why they have a process. Right? So for parents, for parents sakes, I want you to consider what am I doing to keep my kids safe? Not what is the company's mm-hmm. doing? Not what is Facebook doing? Not what's Instagram doing? What am I doing to keep my kids safe? Because what I don't want is us to have a conversation of what should these other companies be doing? They should be making money. They doing what they supposed to be doing. They should be making money. They should be satisfying their, um, their investments and their, their values and their structures. As parents, we need to say, what do our kids get exposed to? So for many people don't know, Boyd knows this because boy, we've been been around each other early in life with Kendall. Kendall's always had a phone and Kendall's always had a phone because I'm a tech guy. I've always had phones. So it would be a hand me down iPhone after I've upgraded. There were two reasons why I did that at the time. The first reason was security because that phone being her baby bag, I could look up her location at any time. Mm-hmm. The second the second reason was communication. It had, it had nothing to do with... Um, internet and toys and games. I just needed a way for me to know in this day and age where I'm taking my kid to a daycare, dropping her off and anyone can imitate, like, like boy said, like they're doing it online. They still doing that in person, imitating kids and um, uh, human trafficking and things like that. 
I've used technology like that to make sure that my kid was safe. That's crazy. I never thought about the the phone in their backpack. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yes, I have um, that that tracking location on all my kids. So find my iPhone. I even have it set to I get alerts when they leave school. Yeah, really? Like you can geotag? Is the, is that the right word? Geotag? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, look I, again, I be making up <laughs> words sometimes, and that it makes sense to me. But so what? A, so, so you said. Like the Dateline aspect is just one like thing about it. What what else is there? Because I'm I'm real. This, this show for me and hopefully for everybody else is like all about practical things and like you don't know what you don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And so now we got you here. I want to know like what what else is there? Like besides, anybody hold my daughter ransom for no Tamagotchis or anything? You know what I mean? But like what else is there besides that? Right, right. So in, in this day and age, you know, outside of time and money, one of the biggest currencies out there is attention, mm. you know, and what generally gets attention on the Internet is the hottest challenge, right? What's going on? And a lot of these challenges are geared towards children. But what people don't realize is there's malicious people out there that are creating viral challenges that will wind your kid up in the hospital even worse. Like the even the, worse. Uh, what's the the Tide Pods? Yep. The the Tide Pods challenge thing. The um the, the, the YouTube challenge. video. That like seriously, crate challenge, that was horrible. Horrible. The I would oh. I, <laughs> I, I wish my kid I wish my kid would. That they they'd be going to the hospital to get my foot removed at right. anyway. Uh, <laughs> No, right. we, we don't do that. But um, also the Great the YouTube talent. video that was circulate, circulating a few years ago that was getting kids to like stab their parents or hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like kids that, are easy. Uh, go ahead. Question. Was that our people? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to have to say no. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just being real. You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm not... I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying, just like exclude everybody, but I got a question. It's just like, is that is that our community? Because yeah, I, then, I, I, the, I, then there becomes another question. And besides the obvious, like, your mom ain't going to play that. But like, uh, are our kids looking at those types of things? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, the, man, hate, those things, those cross all type of cultural things. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because like, it's it's. YouTube right now is so hot, especially for kids. It's just content, 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 content. That doesn't matter, right? As long as it has the views, it's in that category, it's going to pop up. So I find myself having to, um, I I don't let my kids, my younger ones, watch YouTube videos with headphones on. I need to hear what the heck you're listening to. And some of these guys, they're playing video games, but... They're cussing and doing all kinds of stuff that I don't condone. So I'm like, you know, switch that. Yeah. Yeah. Find a new video. Yeah. I, I that, like, what about YouTube kids? Sorry. Sorry, Kev. Yeah. So YouTube kids, you would think is a safe place, but that video that was getting people to go stab their parents or whatnot was on YouTube kids. Mm. Bruh, that's all my daughter watches is YouTube kids. Yeah. And so now I'm like, and like low key, we only give her like 20 minutes, you know, if we give her time on there because usually it's abc mouse and then she's like well can i play the other one which is youtube kids and so we'd be like all right 20 minutes you could do that but like 
half the stuff she watches is little kids in like Russia playing with dolls and like mm-hmm. giving their kids baths and like that. That's it. <laughs> but one, I don't understand what these kids saying. Um, but two, I'm like, okay, how do we know if something funky's on there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think that's that was what something that I really want Boyd to kind of talk about was because we even think about what I'm even thinking about right now is Amagachi or your um anime. Anime, anime. Mm-hmm. Oh bro, anime is very No 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 no. no. I'm I meant Tamagotchi. Yeah, no, I mean anime, but like <laughs> anime because some of the stories in the anime do not match up with the values of your family, do not match up with the values of what, and you, you're looking at it just as a cartoon, but there yeah. are subliminal messages in these things set up for our families. Like, I'm sure as Boyd is working in cybersecurity, <clears throat> he's having to look past the, oh, that's what the script says, but what goes deeper in the script and what they're trying to do with what with the attack? Can you speak, is there anything uh, through like just uh, subliminal messages that we may see um, even and when it comes to protecting our kids? Yeah, man. Um, a lot of cartoons and anime things these days, they're pushing certain agendas. And even beyond the cybersecurity, you want your children to be grounded in whatever your faith is, whatever you believe in, what you raise them in. But yeah. you have like these anime things where they're suggesting things. They don't come out and say this, but when you're demonstrating a certain type of lifestyle, whether that's girl on girl, dude on dude, like they're showing these things in anime and they're doing it in a jokeful, uh, joyful and playful manner or whatnot. And then the kids grow up thinking, you know what? That's OK. Mm. If I want to do that, I can. Yeah. Now, I'm, everybody has their own choice. Do what you do. But I don't want my kids to be influenced by somebody else's doing, especially subliminally, because like, mm. you know, I, I run a company. So a lot of the videos I put out, I was like, oh, that's good content. But I put subliminal messages in everything that I do. But it's all to make people make a mental shift to take action to get somewhere. I'm not doing anything malicious, though. <laughs> like Subliminal messages are bad. But, hey, I do it. In a good way, but I do it. Right. <laughs> but it's I love it. I love it because I think every everybody has a message that they're trying to get across, right? But I think yep. that I think that the predator has found the clever way to do it. And predators are always um underlining their messages and other things. It's like a lace, right? It's like, oh, I thought I had this piece of candy, but the, it's a great piece of candy, but it's laced with something else in there. And I think parents mm-hmm. aren't. I think parents are so wrapped up in like here, 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 be entertained by this so I could get peace, you know, peace and, um, and, and strain. So for me, boy, like, what do you do? What do you do in the moments where you just need a break from your kids, but you know, technology is not the best way to allow them to have a break. Like, do you do something specific just so that you can protect them from those things? Oh, uh, man, that is a tough one because I'm trying to think, man. Man, because I'm like, man, why don't you just go lay down somewhere? Go clean up or something. <laughs> go, go play in some dirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> my daughter, she loves watching TikTok videos, man. But she knows that she needs to come to me. I have to approve all dances and challenges. Hmm. I, I got to approve them. I got to approve them. But um, what I try to do is get my kids to disconnect from technology 
when they want to do something. I'm like, man, you need to give that a break. You need to give that a break. Pick up a book, read something, apply it, do something. It's mm-hmm. like, you're not going to learn by playing 2K and Fortnite all day. You're not going <laughs> to learn anything. About it. And, and so I, I challenged him. Yeah, you know, I, I challenged him. Look, I know that you're, you're 15 right now, you're 13 right now, but what do you want to do when you mm-hmm. get older? Because the habits, the things that you do right now becomes habits, and those habits will eventually define who you are. It's hard mm-hmm. to deviate. So that's why I wanted to get them in the habit of learning and reading because I didn't grow up doing those things. Yeah. And it, it made things as an adult harder mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Bro, you said your kids love TikTok. Bro, I hate TikTok, but I love it. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it, it is like it, it, it is crazy how addicting those short videos are. You know what I mean? Like I, I'll be sitting there and I'll just like somebody like the homie, he'll send me like one video and I watch it. And then the next thing I know, like seven minutes done gone by and I didn't got caught in, I didn't got TikToks. Like that's what I call it with yep. my wife. She'd be like, what happened? I'd be like, oh, I got TikTok. Uh, yep. But but it, it's not even that and how the addiction to it that that gets me. It's it's their al- algorithm. Because mm-hmm. I watch a lot, and I've said this before on the show, I watch a lot of dad jokes, mom jokes, things like that. And so what I find most of the time on TikTok is generally moms doing mom jokes. Here's what happens. TikTok sees that I watch all these mm-hmm. women videos. Yeah. Now it starts showing me girls that are doing OnlyFans. And I'm like, yo, where, <laughs> where, <laughs> where, where the dancing? It's like, go back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I don't really care to see a woman doing push-ups yeah. with a with a jug is all out. Like that's yeah. that's really like, okay, yes, you look good. Okay, where's where's my challenges? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and, and so that's what concerns me is because like all my nieces are on TikTok. Mm. And like people get on there to like quote unquote, you know what I'm saying, like connect with their kids or just to monitor mm-hmm. what's going on. But like yeah. even if you're on TikTok, you're not seeing the same things that they're seeing because you're watching entirely different TikToks different than they're TikTok. watching. Yeah. And I'm like, is there a way to 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 limit those things? Because Kev even said it. He was just like, yo, he's like, you know, predators, they didn't, they switched up their agenda. And so they're obvious, they're obviously aware of the algorithm and what they can and can't do. And so now what are they doing? Subliminal messaging. You know what I mean? Yep. So like how yep. how do we how do we get past that? Or or do we not? Or is it just the way we're in? Because I mean, they look, they're talking about the metaverse is gonna be 14 times more addicting than uh social media right now. Bro, 14 times. Yeah, man. Uh, that's the world that we're in. It's like the stuff that you're seeing is targeted. Like the OnlyFans stuff, it's not a coincidence. <laughs> and believe it or not, it's not TikTok that's doing that. It's mm. people. It's people like me, business owners, digital business owners. What we can do is, based on our client type, we can send crafted videos to anybody that has a specific interest or watch the type of video. Mm. Like I run my business, our bread and butter, 99.9% of all of our revenue is generated via Facebook ads. I only put my ads in front of people that have interest in IT or cybersecurity. Why would I show it to anybody else? Doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It's a waste of my money. Man. But when you start watching those other things, they're going to hit you with boom. He likes this type of stuff. He's watching women videos. Well, let me send him this OnlyFans thing. Mm-hmm. Just like that, man. It's crazy. I was about to say, you you making it seem like I'm out here watching videos. Like, that. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not. 
No. So like, but, check check this out to see like how much data they they um track on you. I don't know if you've been to a golf website anytime soon, but just go to any golf website, look up some golf clubs, and oh, then watch no. what your Facebook yeah, no, feed will yeah. do. It's crazy. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm very aware of all the like. I got my degree in marketing. Marketing research was like my second love, right behind branding, and so mm-hmm. I I understand the analytics and and all that goes into that. Um, I I I, I don't want to say I coach. I mentor high school entrepreneurs um, on Thursdays and Fridays, and so what we do is we take companies from scratch all the way to launching and finding investors um, and things like that. And so what I really teach them is the analytics. I'm like, yo, like all the flashy stuff, the logos, the branding, the, the colors and stuff like that's cool. I was like, but that's not going to make you money. You know what I mean, like, they're nope. like, oh, what should our name be? I'm like, nobody cares. Did you, nobody knows what <laughs> Nike is. Nobody knew what, you know, a deal, like, what does that mean? Like your, your name can be Splack. Who yeah. cares? But what are you doing, Splack? You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time doing research and they hate it. But I'm like, yo, like you do the research now so you get the bag later. Cause like that's exactly. what I had, look, I, I had them watching the Simon Sinek uh Star Wars Y video. I, we mentioned that yes, uh, last show with uh Words Taylor. Like, oh, you gotta understand why what you're doing, why. And I, I have them create an entire like persona of like who their target market is. I make them give them a name. I'm like, yo, are they married? Do they have kids? Where do they live? Do they have a degree? Like Everything you're talking about in analytics, I get yep. it. I understand it. I just don't like it when it's when it's used on me. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, this is how these companies are making their money. Analytics, yeah, man. man. Yeah, man. And what did you call it? You call it digital marketing? Uh, digital? What did you say at the beginning? Market research? No, he didn't call himself market. He said, "Oh, he is yeah, a, oh, digital, yeah, digital marketer, online business." Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Who you? Me? Yeah, absolutely. Huh. <laughs> See, you didn't catch that, bro. I, I didn't. I, I was listening to the meat, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. See, so you, 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 you was like, ah, and I was like, hold on. Wait, what did you say again? Because that's important because what he said was, is that his job is to, prom- to promote towards that group. So mm-hmm. we can't be mad for the company promoting towards the group we, I mean, we just got to make sure that our person is that isn't that person that's falling in that group. And I think that's the most interesting thing is do we really know who our kids are? Because if we are, if we're not engaged with our kids, we don't even know what they're looking at. We don't know their tendencies, right? Mm-hmm. I think yep. that, that that has something. Hey, boy, you got a fifth. You got a boy. Like, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> and and, and I. I'm as a father right behind you because what um, your oldest is what fifteen, right? Yep. And then my mine is thirteen, so I know they were very mm-hmm. close. Man, I still look at that picture when they. Anyway, we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> but um, they um, they're they're changing their hormonal. Like even me going through that stage of the cycle, right? And saying, okay, even so, what is she thinking? So if I know what she's thinking, I kind of have an idea of what she's looking at. But a lot of us don't know what our kids are even thinking. So we don't even know what they're entertaining or getting ourselves into. Um, I think I just heard a a recent story where a kid in a school district just committed suicide at 10 years old. Wow. Wow. I'm I'm not trying to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. That's important. 
That's important. Like we're talking about cybersecurity and we're talking about, because watch this. Sometimes these messages, especially of suicide, comes through social media and internet. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I remember mm-hmm. Facebook had to, had to get a control of it because people were doing their suicides on Facebook. Like, yep. Yep. What? You don't remember that? Oh, yeah, oh, man. I don't live, social live. media like that. Bro. Live suicides. Straight live up. Live suicides, bro. So it's like we have to make sure where our kids are mentally and where they what they're thinking because I believe it, it, what another thing boy said after he said he was a you know what he does is that <laughs> is that um it's called habits you know and that's one of the things that I really want to do with my kid is walk with her through the seven habits of highly effective teens and mm. I think seven habits of highly effective people is just a good book because it makes you sit down and ask yourself what are your goals and how who are mm-hmm. people you're surrounding you for your goals because I too have a very talented child yeah. but if I allow social media, which I feel guilty, y'all. Like this is this is a good this is a good podcast because I'm like, dude, y'all in my backyard. Cause I feel <laughs> guilty because I allow her to be on YouTube. Does it make sense? And so where I'm at, that's why I asked boy, like, what do we do to say, hey, time out? Well, let's mm. look at your habits. If we build these habits, will mm. this put you where you want to be in the future of your goals and your dreams and your aspirations? So yeah, I hope I didn't jump down a rabbit hole. But no, 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 you didn't. I, I was just like, yo, I know we got like 10, 15 more minutes with Boyd. And so I want to get like some like action items. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if if we're going to call them best practices or or whatever, because I mean, at the end of the day, like there is a plethora of things out there and you you can't stop it all. So we might be able to stop it on our phone. But, you know, Susie's friend her parents don't care, which is, that's a whole different other podcast. You can do everything you want, but other people <laughs> don't want to raise their kids. So not, anyway, yep. whole different other story. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, what are some best practices or like, what are some like things we can and can't do? You know what I mean? Like to, yeah. to, to keep our kids safe or keep, uh, keep ourselves safe. Cause I'm not trying to get stabbed off a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, straight up, straight up. So um, as, as far as protecting your kids information, one of the things we can do is, I know that we are in the age of the the selfie and taking pictures and all that. Don't allow your kids to upload real pictures. Have them use avatars. Mm-hmm. Don't allow them to actually use their first and last name. Make sure that you inform them to not give any information about their address to somebody via messenger. Because mm-hmm. somebody might solicit that information. Now they got your first name, your last name, got your your address. Because if you, you know, you cloak that information and you use an avatar, then it's unlikely that somebody's going to approach you because they really don't know what age you are if you just have like an avatar out there. Also, um, monitor your kids' messages. Don't be letting them have conversations with, with people. I got my my oldest boys, when I got them cell phones for the first time, they were in like fourth and sixth grade. We have Verizon, and Verizon has this plan that's called Smart Limits. Mm-hmm. It actually only gives them like 20 contacts that they can have incoming, outgoing calls and text messages from that's limits. Cool. I could actually block what websites and what apps they go to, what time of day. I could control all that, hmm. all that, location, everything. I use it, and that plan was cheaper. Yeah. And I use that because I was like, I'm giving you this. But with great technology comes great responsibility. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even know about that. Like, yeah, 
Like the plans? Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. And now you and got you know, me. I, go ahead, Kev. And you know, on Apple with time limits, bro, my phone goes off every day for Kendall asking for more time. I'm like, nope. Because, you, <laughs> you know, I'm helping her say, hey, this is enough. You've played enough on these games. Unfortunately, you're in school playing on games. That means you ain't doing nothing in school. But, uh, mm. yeah, Apple has time limits. And um, I know I'm on AT- AT&T and AT&T had smart limits as well. Where you could set up, hey, boy, I, I learned something else, too, on my internet, bro. I could set it to where it shuts off her laptop and her anything, like, wireless in, our, in the house. We could set yep. a timer on her specific things and shut her down. What? Yep. We oh, implemented God. that because my... How you do I, that? I, I like, <laughs> it's, it's, most of them is built in. Um, yeah, like, I like to get my sleep, right? So, and the kids know this. I'm going to sleep by 11 every night. I got to. If I don't get my sleep, 11? these dudes be trying bro, to take it. 11? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, I'm, I'm saying 11, bro. I'm hey, bro, these dudes go to sleep at 7 o'clock, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I got a one-year-old and a three-year-old. I'm tired. By the time I get both of them to sleep, I'm sleeping. You know what I'm I feel you. Hey, man, if I could do it earlier, I can't. I just been having so much going on. But my kids would know this, and they would be staying up. <laughs> he threw that shade slightly. You ain't got enough going on, Josh. You ain't got enough going on. I got a lot going on, man. More more than more than the average person. I need to get some off I, my plate. Hey, before we get off of here, man, because, again, I'm, I'm trying to be respectful of your time. Um, what... What you got going on? Like, what else do you have going on? What's what's the next goals for Baxter Clewis, uh Consultant? Where where are you traveling to next? Who playing? Who paying for them? Uh, Dubai uh, lay down uh, chairs. You know what I'm saying? That he be on. <laughs> I can't. I cannot mention the names of the clients that pay, but they're they're well known companies in the world. But what we're doing now is we are getting ready to launch the first black owned credit card data security consulting firm. So that is getting ready to take off. Um, what does that mean? Because that them big words. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't go to the specifics. Um, the thing that I specialize in is called PCI compliance, which is payment card industry. It's the regulation that companies have to follow if they accept credit card payments. If they don't follow this and they get breached or our bank requires them to validate compliance and they're not, then they could get fined millions of dollars or lose the ability to process payments. So we help companies implement the control so they can become compliant with that framework. So my company is going to be the first black owned company to do that. Bro, that is dope. Cause like, I, so I, I know, I know enough to be dangerous on cybersecurity because you know, my, my nine to five, I'm a commercial insurance agent. So the, the, the land of, um, data compromise insurance and things like that. It's bro, it's barely touching the surface. Um, mm-hmm. but the one thing that I'm very aware of and that I try to tell is a lot of my small business owners is that yo, like if you get hacked by law, you legally have to notify everybody that has used a credit card with your business, and the cost is about at least a hundred dollars per person. So if yep. you've got a hundred people that you've done business with, now that's gonna cost you what? What's that ten thousand dollars? Just is that is that good math? Yeah, I think so. It's gonna cost you ten thousand dollars to notify everybody that's done business with you. So now, and if you're a retail business, you think you ain't had a hundred customers, right? And and you don't, and you want you want the cheapest insurance. And so I'm just like, bro, like this this world is becoming 
more and more evolved and uh bro like that's dope that you're doing that how big is that industry already like who who are the players in that so some of the the big players in the industry you have AT&T cybersecurity you have Verizon cybersecurity there's a, a company called Trustwave and okay. Coal Fire those are some of the biggest ones in the industry okay bro. i just i don't know go ahead kev you over there talking this dude, we have the first black PCI. Did I say that right? That's what I yeah. said. Kevin, don't even. <laughs> Did I say that right? PCI? Yeah. Yep. On the podcast. Like, my goodness. <laughs> like, we're on a whole nother level right now, my man. <laughs> like, but. To me, what 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 I'm really excited about too is that it's possible. Like you figure out what it is in your heart. Like uh, y'all, man, boy, one maybe one day, bro, we'll get you on here and just have a backstory. Like just um, finding the passion to to be the first and to be the one helping others to get into this space. Because I know not only are you climbing for yourself, you're taking other people along for the ride for a nice, lovely price, but Indeed, uh, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> but I, I, I really, I really—that's what my heart, man. Like just knowing, knowing your where you've been, man. Like I said, man, I remember our kids sleepovers, hanging out, bro, and yep. just supporting. Uh, y'all don't know this dude is a minister, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, uh, but just all of those things, just to see you in this in this position, bro, and to be one of the first black. Um, breaking the ceiling in the industry of cybersecurity, where mm-hmm. you know a lot of people don't know how to get e- even step foot in the business. You're, you're, man. Congratulations, thank you, brother, for being on. No, hey, hey, boy. Uh, before we get out of here, man, uh, who would have thought, a little boy running track with, uh, you know what I'm saying, be, be right now. But um, before we get out of here, who, what, 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 what are some words of advice, encouragement that you would give to parents out there? Because it, you know, when you when you talk about it, even at a high level, like, bro, like, it's scary. Like, you know what I'm saying? Back in our day, bro, we we might have had a pager. You know what I'm saying? We had the Nokia brick phone. <laughs> we were worried about was running out of daytime minutes. You feel me? Yep. Um, but now it's it's an entirely different space. But and you can complain about it. You can be mad at it. By the end of the day, this is the reality. This is where we're at. And so I, I guess my, my thing is, what are some words of encouragement that you would give to a parent like me that is down in this journey uh, of raising kids in this world? The biggest advice that I would give is do not give up. Don't give up. You have to be present and you cannot let the computers, the tablets, the internets raise your kids. It's going to take a level of effort that we as parents aren't used to because this generation of this technology is so sophisticated. And they have cracked the code on implanting these subliminal messages. So we have to guard our children's mental space because they they don't have the presence of mind to do it because they're just riding the wave. Yeah. So we got to protect them. Kev, what you got, man? Man, just remember, you're the parent and whatever you allow to come through the gate. We have to look at what what did we do? How did we how did we. Um, protect our kids. Um, man, one of the best advice that I got was uh, my the kids don't get to have the opportunity to sleep with their laptops or phones in the bedroom. Like we have to not let technology take over our lives. Like Boyd said, like don't let technology raise your kids. It it takes work to raise a kid. It does. It absolutely does. Fact. But 
um, one of the most important things you have to remember is that you're raising a legacy. This person reflects you. It reflects your family. So do you want them to grow up saying, well, uh, Google told me this or Google told me that? Or do you want them to grow up saying, well, daddy told me this and mommy mm-hmm. told me that? Mm-hmm. And so that's that's some, something that we really, really need to think about. And and sometimes Kendall does come to me. It's like, I learned this on YouTube. And I'm like, damn, you, all you had to do is ask me. I would have told you whatever you wanted to know. <laughs> um, but... But that means that 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 always checks my heart to ask myself, am I doing my job in getting getting involved with my kid? Listen, I'm going to say this because I'm I, y'all know I could talk all day. I know. Teenagers, though, because <laughs> I think one of the most important things, and I think Boyd would agree with me, um, people say how hard it is to be with a teenager. And, and it's not that how hard it is. It's what are you willing to do to be with your teenager? Like mm-hmm. she, your, your, your kid, your girl, your baby girl, your baby boy, they're trying to figure out who they are. And we have to sometimes force ourselves into that space, no judgment. Um, and yep. I think that um I think I think it's important that I say this now because of cybersecurity, like we lose our kids to that field because we're not willing to fight for their attention. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yo, well, I'm willing to fight for y'all's attention. I need y'all to like this podcast, share this podcast, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, tell your friends, tell, you know what I'm saying? Tell your neighbors, tell the person that's, you know what I'm saying, that's over there at Walmart walking down the street or the aisle. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to run these numbers up. Um, but until next week, y'all, y'all take care. We love you. Appreciate you. God bless. We out of here.